You're happy in the morning, but now you're feeling blue. Come on and set your arse down and have yourself a brew. You walked here from Killarney, and now you know it's true. All right, what You'll are we doing? The cock of an here we go. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the January 8th, 2022 episode of the Cocktail Hour. God, we're on episode 96. Am yes. I right, John? Yes, 96. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> Welcome. How are you guys? Fucking good. I'm living large in 22, <laughs> yeah. man. Fucking good, living large. Yeah. yeah. What are we, nine days in here? Eight days in in the new year? Eight, so far, days, it's been yeah. fantastic. Has it? No. Oh, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? Jeez, I feel like right. other than all of the existential crisis that I go through, like <laughs> politics and religion power. and, you know, consumerism and all that Lack kind of, of toilet shit. paper. I've got plenty of that. But I, I feel like other than all of that stuff, everything's pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, we had it. We had a lot of rain recently. The weather's nice. You know, nothing's freezing. The weather is fantastic. Yeah, so that's, clear, and that's why we all yeah. live in Southern California, man. That's why I love paying those taxes, baby. I was right. talking, we don't need a boat like they do up in Washington State, or or you right. know, right, right, or a fire extinguisher like they need in the rest of the country. So far, yeah, yeah. so far, yeah. But I I was talking to a buddy of mine, and he's been going out the past couple of days to go deer hunting and he's like oh I'm down by the creek and there's you know snow on the ground a layer of frost and I'm like I remember living in an environment like that where in the winter it would be really cold and I'm like how the hell did I survive because you just telling me that story makes me uncomfortable much less being there you know I would sounds like I would have to wear socks I don't want to do that or when you do have to leave, you got to go out and you look at that car, whether it's in the garage or not, and you go, is it going to start? And am I going to make it to the end of the driveway? Right, right. You know, and then you're going to get that car salt chemical all over. Oh, and, your, and your car looks like it's made, I got tapioca pudding all over it. And, just, you know, geez, <laughs> barnacles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ah, oh, jeez. No, well, I don't know, miss but it. I'm I'm from the prairies of of Canada. This no, this is like this cold you guys are talking about is is like mama's boy cold. I'm afraid, but that's yeah, okay. But, you but have a right. No, but here's the thing: if you mama's went, boy, right if here. I if I said okay, <laughs> I'm gonna just teleport you to the plains, right there yep. next to next to a big old uh, you know grain mill, and you can take you can take a coat. That's take no your problem. Mask. You put your, put your boots on, put a take parka on. You go out there. It would feel so much colder now than it did when you were 13 and out doing shit. You know, you're right. And you like you yeah. were telling us the other day, uh, the, the thing about riding naked on a motorcycle to uh, <laughs> to a gas station when <laughs> it's an SO station. Yeah. Yeah. Like what 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 temperature was that? Like freezing 40 below. Yeah. But, but then you got a wind chill and then there's the naked factor that you have to. There's the wind chill factor and then the naked factor. So we're looking about like 80 below. Yeah. And the fact that that was even a conversation tells you something about, you know, that was then, this is, this is now. Yeah. I mean, I would have less problem riding a motorcycle naked. I mean, I I would have been mortified as a teenager. Now I'd be like, yeah, just don't, just don't burn me with a tailpipe or anything. And no, uh, no, now you'd be going, I look pretty good. Yeah. I'm not worried about the naked. It's like, oh damn, it's cold. (laughs) My friend and I, we we would have to change our after the ride, change our names, change our name to the blue tips. <laughs> yeah, the doctor would be like, "Now, how'd you get frostbite here?" Well, boys, oh jeez, no, I don't miss, I don't miss it either, John. I don't. Uh, I mean, a buddy of mine. Well, Dave, you know, he's in New York City, and it's it's snowing there, and it's you know, it's postcard and all that shit. But no way, uh, uh-uh. you can have it. Yeah, it's a. Uh... It's really cold. I, I was, uh, you know, I'm looking for work and I've had, you know, it's weird this week. I've had like three job interviews. Which oh, are you employed? I'm not employed. No shit. They're, 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 they're they playing it over? smart. Yeah. You oh, know, they're uh, mulling but, it over. Yeah, You're looking no, for work. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> All right. I'm just, I'm just looking for, you know, healthcare and something to do to get out of the house. But, um, so these, I applied for a job and, uh, it was with NBC and they're like, we're going to be, we're going to need you to be on site in New York city. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. Oh, you know, 
And he's like, oh, yeah, we're on the 37th floor of the 30 Rock building. I'm like, that sounds great. You know, we're talking about all this kind of stuff. And then, you know, this is just with like the HR guy. So that nothing really matters. But I was just thinking about <laughs> what it would take for me to go to work every day on the 37th floor of the 30 Rock building and, and just be in Manhattan. How I'd, I'd say how 50 insane. grand a year, I'd say, buddy. I, yeah. How much? Grand, 50 grand a day. 50 grand a year, I said, at least. 50 yeah. grand a day? You can't live in New York City on 50 grand a day. <laughs> how much, Danny, how much do you think a two-bedroom apartment somewhere in Manhattan would cost right now per month? 35 to 42 is what I'm guessing, only because my daughter has been looking. Mm -hmm. Now, a year ago, you could get that same apartment for 26, two-bedroom, right? But now that's everything's gone back up. So I don't know, you know, like I said, Dave would probably have a better idea, but it's just, it's, it's just outrageous. You can't afford. And by the way, that's, you know, even if you could find something, there's not a lot out there, which I don't I heard, understand. Right. I heard that people, you know how, like when you buy a house, people, you know, I do a hundred thousand dollars over asking price or whatever. I've heard people doing that for apartments. They want the apartment just out here, you know, not, anywhere fancy but like you know somebody's asking 1800 a month and they're offering two grand a month why would they offer more than what they're asking because they're getting beat out by other people offering more so oh, they're competing for oh i see wow. yeah competing for apartments because there's not wow there's just not, not enough that. yeah they were saying it in austin there's uh i forget what thirty thousand more jobs than places to live they just haven't well that's haven't a problem out the, they haven't built out the housing infrastructure there i don't know if that's true that's just what i heard john wow. you know going back to your job interview do you ask this to any hr person or or, or anybody going how long do i have to work and then get fired where then i can get my next stimulus check because that's kind of a, a plan that i think you should yeah, have. I'm, I'm going to write that down. Interview <laughs> tip. Yeah. Exactly. You're counting on that, are you? Yeah. Maybe I should, right. while I'm at it, I should say something like, do you have workman's comp? Like if I get hurt <laughs> on the job, can I get a lot of money? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You should go to the bank and ask for a loan and, and, and based on my next stimulus check. <laughs> yeah. That's how I'd approach it from now on. What, what, you know what, what here's, here's what's fun. I'm 20 years old living in Toronto and I really wanted a video recorder right really wanted one but it was like i don't know 800 bucks a thousand or something and uh it was 1980 was it and i thought how can how can i get the money to do this how can i get the money i looked over at my bank and i thought oh, a bank lends money that's how you fucking do it <laughs> so i went made an appointment sat down with the guy for a loan talk about loan he says yes young man and i'm 20 i think he's thinking like he wrote me off before i even told him what i want and he says, what do you need? Well, I want to buy a VCR <laughs> and I need uh, $1,200. He said, $1,200? You want me to lend you $1,200 so you can buy a video recorder? I said, yeah, I got it. <laughs> and, he, and he was like, get the fuck out of here. You know, that seems, that seems like works. a good... It doesn't matter what I want it for. I want, if I want to buy $1,200 worth of chocolate fudge... Yeah, you give me the have... money. That's the way I thought it worked. <laughs> he didn't even ask you. He didn't say, "Hey, sir, for Jesus, do you have a job?" You know, sir, for Jesus. <laughs> he didn't get that far. He just—it was just twelve hundred dollars for a video recorder. Get out. Do you do you bank. remember having like I want to buy this video recorder and I'm going to make so much money? Or was this like this will be fun? No. Fun. Okay. Were you dating anybody that you wanted to put on camera? Wait, had no. you heard of had you heard of credit cards? Because you could get it for eight hundred bucks and then pay twenty eight percent. Well, I was twenty years old and not making a lot of money, so I I I, I don't think I could have gotten a credit card at that point. I didn't have a credit card at twenty. I don't I don't even remember I got my first card. I, I mean, got my yeah. first one when I was twenty six. Yeah, I'm still waiting to get one. <laughs> You're a smart guy, you know, because you know the minute you get one. The missus and the and, and the children will have access to that. <laughs> yeah, not if well, you don't want them to. Oh, they find a way. There's a network of them. They, they all get they, together. Wait, they, man, they stare at you at the cash register. Oh, <laughs> uh, that'll be three hundred dollars, and then all eyes turn to you. You. <laughs> I heard there are classes they take to teach them how to manipulate the old man out of money. 
No, I mean it's like my my dog manipulates me. I'm I'm a I'm a target. <laughs> you do but get I, manipulated more, don't you? You probably get more manipulated more than any of us. But right? here's the no, no, I'm not gonna say that. But I tell you, um, <laughs> out loud. But I did buy. I have the other day. I purchased something for myself using Ooh. using a little bit of Christmas money. I Ooh. bought myself a Sir Stroming T-shirt. It looks you just did? like. Yeah, just like the Sir Stroming can and everything. <laughs> Where'd you get it? Just on the internet. I don't know. Well, I thought you were. Wow. Oh no, I wasn't Why don't you getting. Get a I'm can not, of Sir Stroming. Shit, and we'll, we'll no, do I was. It. We'll I was watching it. those videos the other day, and I don't think we could handle it. There uh-uh. are people twenty feet away that are doing throw up noises. <laughs> I'm not saying we should handle it. I think I think we'll puke, but let's do it. I want to send it out. I want to to invite Kelly. I want to invite your friend to come over and have her open it. And then that will be the the real test. Yeah. One with no, no, uh, no, not the coat. We talked about this. We we're going to do this. I thought we talked about this in the past. I mean, you can order a can of that shit, but I think it's like 30 bucks by the time you ship it there. And I watched, I watched a video and the guy opened the can and he moved a piece of the sludgy fish to the side and they looked at the juice and it's bubbling. It's like still percolating <laughs> in the can like after he opened the damn can. Oh my God. Yeah. And these guys were like, two of them were throwing up and one of them put it on a piece of, you know, really thick bread and took a bite of it. And it was like, you know, I don't know. You know, you know that's gotta, a fucking weapon. That's not food. You know, yeah. we got to find it. We got to find where they, where they manufacture this. We got to find somebody that works there. And, you know, and ask them. How do you, how do you, how do you do this? How do you go to work every day? You know, how do they, they must not. That's a really good question. How the hell do you guys go to the cannery? Okay. I think that it's a two-step process though. I think one step is you have this pickled fish and then (laughs) you put it in the can and the can swells up because it's just extra rotting. So maybe they, they only smell it when someone knocks over a giant tower of cases and they explode (laughs) on the floor. Okay, so in other words, it cures on the plane over here from Sweden. I don't know if the word cures is the right word. It just cures. It just cures in the damn can, man. Well, it cooks. Then I don't know. It ferments. It it becomes it becomes alcohol. You know. Okay, I just found an article that says the title of is "Step Inside the World's Worst Smelling Factory at Your Own Risk." (laughs) What's it pay? Because you're looking for work, John. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the people in there, and I it. I'm not sure it pays enough. <laughs> any of guy, them have a nose? A, yeah, they, they, they're all, you know what? They're all wearing ear protection in this photo. <laughs> what the it, hell is that about? It's, it probably rots through your <laughs> ear. The smell goes through your ear canal. Okay, it oh. says the 20, the 20 teenagers tasked with canning the herring by hand every summer <laughs> must resort to rubbing tiger bomb under their noses or plugging them all together. Oh, the herring sits in large vats of salt and water for between eight and 10 weeks. It's not right. It's fermented. And, uh, locals say they can smell the building from a thousand feet away. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't, we had a, we had a, um, a thing in my hometown that was uh, like a pork processing plant, you know, Valleydale, they made hot dogs and all that kind of stuff. And it, periodically you could smell them burning the hair off. <laughs> and it was, it was kind of on the back way to the mall, you know, you kind of go that way. And so on one yeah. side of the highway was Valleydale plant and there they are burning the hair off pigs. And on the other side of the road was an asphalt company. So those two aromas would mix through as you, drove through that part of town yeah is a pig is a pig really that hairy that you got to burn off their damn hair i mean well i, I think I, I think it's like they're not hairy like um you know a wild boar but it's like your or arm. yak yeah they, they got they got hair they got hairs on them yeah guys what a what a job dude see you know hair, th- hair nobody burning. should be unemployed in this country when you've got good paying jobs like that hard <laughs> good paying jobs <laughs> come on down to valadale learn to be a hair burner so Maybe there's, even, there's even a line of hair products for pigs called Suave for Swine. <laughs> exactly. What if, they burn, what if they burn the hair off the pigs while they're still alive and they use like a blowtorch kind of thing? Ooh. That would be cruel. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I kind of think that they don't give a shit at that. 
I smell bacon. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Yeah. Speaking oh, of yeah. smells and stuff, did I tell you guys I had this funny idea? I'd love to do this to an anti-vaxxer. And I hope they're listening. <laughs> I'd love to have 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 like a gathering at, at my house, like I do, like you know, with us, our friends, right? You sit around, and the anti-vaxer says he wants a Coke. Yeah, I'll have a Coke, Kelly. All right. Now, here's what I do: I go in the kitchen and shut the door. I take a Coke can, right, and I fill it with club soda, so it's fizzy, but there's no flavor. Right. And then I put some food dye in so it's brown like Coke. I bring it to the guy and we all just watch him as he takes a sip without saying anything. Right. Watch him just go, Is this Coke? I said, Yeah, I just opened it. And he can't taste it. He's fucking freaking, right? It's it's Rona. Rona's here. I got Rona. They don't believe in that though. See, they would they would they would find another reason why. Because this is club soda with food coloring. Yeah, or they'd go. You know, this is just a bad can. Give me another can or something. They're not like because I was reading about this woman who died, the Corona, the, the Cunan woman out here. And she's like a big following in California. She's up in Camarillo. Right. And she was saying that anybody that vaxxed is an idiot. It's, you know, so she got sick. She and it was in the hospital. She says it's a bacterial infection and all this stuff. Right. So she up and dies on her deathbed. She still didn't admit that she had the virus. She still thinks it's all a big hoax. And she's and dead now, now. And she's dead. And all of her you know, supporters or whatever, they're saying it's a conspiracy. They are now targeting. They're putting the names of the doctors and the nurses that treated her and saying it's a conspiracy for the, you know, for them, you know. Uh, really? Yeah. They're saying that these people are in on it, that there's some something, some foul play going on. You know, there be, ought to be an investigation because she did not die of the virus. It's well, all this just, woman here. She was in up in Camarillo. I just read it today. You know, wow. she's, and she's a big star on the QAnon circuit or whatever that is. Right. Yeah. I'm telling you, they don't they, you, you, you can't you can't change their mind. You can't. No. And that's that's all right. That's fine. Oh, so much to look forward to. Oh, yes. Twenty two. You know, oh, my geez. wife was saying that if uh, <clears throat> if uh, the the previous president becomes president again that's time to leave the united states and go somewhere else and i thought you know you could do that or you could say you know what i need to stay here in america because it's up to me to make it great again yeah i'm leaving yeah (laughs) are you how am i supposed to make make this country great again well i think you could make some more movies I don't think the world likes my acting enough. <laughs> I, you know, that's one of, that's one of my dreams. I, you know what, Danny, I would like 2022 oh. to see Kelly audition tirelessly for roles. Oh, you know, just well, let me out. ask you this, John. No, no, no. How, no, would, you, how would you, not, how, not, how would you <laughs> feel if I said to you, I want you in 2022 to interview tirelessly for jobs doesn't sound that I'm, appealing i'm does planning it? i'm planning to do that, <laughs> <now. gonna> do <laughs> that. i don't see it's, i don't see you applying to that plant in sweden or the pig burning place it's, that's just a, that's just a <laughs> summertime job and the pig burning plant is uh they yeah. shut that down but yeah. um like you like you do pig burning plants <laughs> but um no i mean kelly I, I you know i always say i i think you're a great actor and i think it's the world's loss that Thank you, you. That you've you always been in, kind about that you Thank aren't you. in a wes anderson flick like you should right. be that's what I want. Danny, to. Danny never says anything, but that's okay. Yeah, that's all right. That's what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> you guys, do you still have the eight hundred dollar VHS camera that you that you wanted that you first bought? Because we can oh. use that to make a movie. Yeah, is it a beta cam? Dude, it wasn't even. A, it wasn't even a. Oh no, it was so early in the game that it was a camera with a cord that plugged into the VCR recorder. Oh, did it? Was it the you wear half of it over your shoulder and yes. the other half is kind of the dock. <laughs> exactly. I had that one. And the Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce wouldn't lend me the money to get that. You had yeah. that one? Yeah. The yeah. Panasonic? Yeah, it was a it was yeah, Panasonic had a giant camera, and then you could yeah. actually you could actually record stuff off of television. And I remember and it was like the whole thing of uh Standard play, long play, super long play, yes. you know, little switch, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And so I remember 
recording. We had early showtime for a while. We didn't have cable long, uh, but we had some. And I remember we recorded Stripes with Bill Murray and uh, Harold Ramis. Like off the air, you mean? Off, off of Showtime. Yeah. And my brother, who was little, you know, six maybe at the time, he watched that R-rated movie from, you know, 1978 or whatever it was, 79. He watched that thing 200 times. And one time <laughs> I took him, you know, on Sunday, I guess he, maybe he was going to school or something, but he was pretty little. So I took him to Sunday school one morning because he's a lot younger than I am. And uh, when I went to pick him up after Sunday school, the Sunday school teacher pulled me aside and said, oh. uh, he, um, you know, you need to talk to him because we were, you know, getting ready to do some little whatever. And he got up on the chair and recited a line from his favorite line from stripes, which was son of bitch shit, which was like one guy was teaching, you know, English as a second language and nobody was paying attention. So he just started ah. teaching them cuss words. Yeah. So my brother screams that out in you know, first grade Sunday school class. And of course that's the only thing all the rest of the children remembered from that day. That they told her. I love that story. If I ever see your brother again, I'm that's what I'm gonna say to him. Oh, yeah. But what is it? What was it again? Son of a bitch shit. Son, no, it's just it's kind of like in broken English. Son of bitch shit. Son of bitch shit. Yeah, that's all they (laughs) that's all that was it. Yeah. And you watch stripes. I remember stripes being a funny, funny movie, and I probably watched it within the last year. And it it didn't doesn't really hold up. Yeah, there's parts of it I think are still funny, but yeah, it's very it comes with a lot of movies. Yeah, a little slapstick. So John, how, when you so you had the same camera, what what bank loaned you the eight or twelve? Oh, my dad was a doctor, man. Shit. Oh, you had well, money. Did yeah. did you is that did you use that to make your Shakespeare yes. tape that I saw? Part part of it. Another guy. So I had a I this we did we did that probably in nineteen eighty two. Okay. And uh, he had a he had this he had a, a different model, but still camera connected to the thing. Yeah. And he. He did the videotaping, but he used my system to help him with edits. So it was sure. like, you know, a glitch edit where it goes to snow between every shot and kind of, yeah, we did. That. Yeah. 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 So, but the one you saw, I think I had re-edited. I didn't see any glitches. I thought it was really good. Oh yeah. No, I had it when I worked at a post house in Atlanta, I had a guy re-edit oh, it for me. Well, that explains it. Yeah. He cut, he cut all that out. Yeah. Yeah. No, those were the days we were, we were really technologically Styling. advanced there yeah yeah I, I mean i i had i had i probably still have vhs tapes if they play of you know like my family doing things and you know christmas and you know all that kind of stuff but it's like it's like so many other things you you record something and shit you're never going to look at it again that's the thing and then you know, when your when your grandkids get that cassette tape or that vhs tape or that reel to reel tape or whatever you have it's not going to work because no. all the yeah. all the stuff will flaked off of it by then, so it's just lost. Really? I, uh, yeah. Huh. Well, yeah. I uh, when I think about it, I think I was divinely guided. Like when I was twenty, and I got that camera, and because the first thing I started doing with the camera was I would I would uh, videotape mm. my friends and I doing monologues. Like let's try it. Like we're making a movie and do a monologue, right, or something, and isn't that something that's what i do now wait so it was i was guided to learn all that stuff because that's now i make my living doing that which is kind of cool what what is a monologue monologue is is well it used to be the standby for auditioning for theater so Mm -hmm. to be a monologue from a play every play has at least one monologue it seems like and you so you would memorize something and do it or you would just get up and make make some shit up no, no, here, you, here you, I am in Canada, you know. Well, you get up there and you say, this is from all my sons or whatever, and then you do it. And that's oh. and then you had to have, you know, the, the proper way was you would either have one dramatic, one comedy, or you yeah. would have one contemporary play and or one classical Shakespeare or, you yeah. know, what's his name? And you have Marlo these things. Or whatever. Yeah. You know, you, have you wouldn't, you wouldn't your... do an Archie Bunker kind of sketch or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Edith. Uh, actually, you wouldn't, because I mean, again, you would, you know, you tried to dazzle them with your, your uh, knowledge of theater or or the character or whatever it is that comes from some right, classic, yeah. some classic play, like, you know, 
like you said, all my I, sons or whatever. Yeah. I I used to always have like four of them in my in my pocket. In I my, still remember mine. Do you have do you remember yours? I remember my Shakespeare. <laughs> I never did a Shakespeare. That's the only one I can remember. With my well, accent, you, it you didn't remember work. how how long are these monologues that you aren't they like a paragraph or something? You keep down to like a minute and a half, kind of thing yeah. at most. Yeah. yeah, minute and a half, two minutes, yeah. My liege, I did deny no prisoners, but when I came in through the vestibule, <laughs> I thought I knew my Shakespeare. I guess I don't. Yeah. Wow. An actor's life, man. Yeah. It was kind of fun, actually, going and trying to pick that monologue that you thought yeah. was really, you know. I was, and I'd always try have this, I'd fall into a trap, which was stupid, but do something that will make it memorable. Oh my God. So what do you do? So you slam your hand on the floor of the stage at one point or something, you know, did your agent tell you that? No, no, just from reading about acting books. Anyway. And now, you know, all my clients, nobody goes in the room to audition now. Nobody. Well, because of COVID it's all self-taping. And does anybody do monologues anymore? That's be my question. How do you get a job in the theater anymore? Do you do you read from the script? I'm assuming, but they a lot of times they don't. I don't know if they, no, they do is monologues. There, is there still do monologues? Any, in the, is there theater anymore? Who's doing theater? I would think it shut down too. Yeah, that's well, a good question. Who's yeah, doing prior, theater? You know, yeah. Ranger I, uh, stuff. I um, I was yeah. wondering, like, like Kelly, when your when your people get the audition like they they do the audition and then they get the role do they like text you hey man i got it thanks so much or do you just ask them the next time uh i would i would half the people when they get the job will will write me and tell me Mm -hmm. the other half they'll just tell me next time they come in say oh that last one we did i got it like that Hmm. and do they ever do they tip you seen anybody break out (laughs) Like somebody's just nobody, and now like you, if you drop their name, would be like, oh wow, yeah, Zendaya, Spider Man, oh that, yeah, I remember her win. Not really, right? Not 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 that big of a that you would know who they are. Okay, but I would say, wow, you see this person a lot now on Lifetime. One of my clients, I'm so impressed with her. She's a young woman. Well, what young woman? She maybe thirty five now 33 i don't know but she used to just just kind of me just another actress a pretty woman you know in la being an actress and uh now she's making her own things now a lot of people do that hers are on netflix for heaven's sake she's really succeeding she writes them produces them and acts in them and are, and, are they series are they movies or what no Comedy lifetime, special. not not like that. They're uh, they're on Netflix, just a movie, like a oh, like wow. a, like ho- like those holiday specials they have that are just kind of they're okay, but they're not. Uh... Well, this one, the one I looked, I didn't watch the show, but I saw it on on the thumbnails on Netflix, and it and it it's a movie, and it it was a Christmas theme. And okay, because I because two or three I, of those, I, think. I saw every one of those Christmas theme movies on Netflix. on Netflix. Why? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Because I we were just like always in the kitchen, you know, making Christmas cookies, uh, you know, peppermint bark, or you know, kind of creating our own uh, yeah. ornaments from scratch using. Uh, no, I'm lying. We were just in, in say, the kitchen you, all the time. You got to get employed dishes. right now. So uh, yeah, so we <laughs> John just grows had, his own nutmeg, <laughs> rolling some crushing nuts, and um, no, we just had the TV on, and it was like. Holiday in Mississippi, holiday in Louisiana, Christmas in Texas, you know, <laughs> a princess Christmas. Well, there's 50 of them? 13. No, there's there's probably one for every state. And and they're they're just like a Hallmark movie. Uh the Kelly, the, the the woman we were talking about earlier, I saw one that she was in, and it it was pretty good. Her holiday m- movie. Who her? Uh, somebody the, we were talking about? yes lack of smell okay yeah and uh she oh, did yes. great, she did a great job it was a good it was a, one of the better ones the ones that are that are terrible are 
she's coming to her hometown from her job in the big city and she and her boyfriend are having trouble and she reconnects with her old boyfriend from high school who's doing better than she thought and realizes love is blah 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 and works at the steakhouse and christmas miracle and that bullshit i mean there's the big the big conflict those and the big conflict in those is is at the most somebody burned the christmas cookies yeah, or the boyfriend comes back, or they burnt the pig anymore. when they were, you know, the burned the pig. Yeah, he, he was at the pig. That's what he did. He did really well at the pig burning farm, right? And she, wait, you know like what? A, I that that reminds me, Danny. I, I need to ask you an agricultural question. Um, <laughs> okay, ask pig. Danny. He'd know pigs. So you're full of shit. My, <laughs> you can come up with a good lie about this. So my cousin, yeah. Marie, who is a big fan of the show, her daughter has uh, one of those pigs you take to a show. Like, you know, you take a little stick and you walk it around in a circle at the county fair. Yeah, it's called show pork. Yeah, show. <laughs> what, what happens to that pig in a few years? I just assume that, you know, Millie the pig, she's doing great until you eat her, right? I mean, that's the, that's well, yeah. the destiny for every pig, right? Well, if you're talking about a farm pig, if you're talking about well, a show, I mean, pig, I'm not talking about a city pig, right? So, <laughs> well, that's what I'm talking about. I, I have I, I have neighbors down here, three, four houses. They have a big, big black pig that they walk around the neighborhood, right? And and I want to make the joke every time I see him. I'm not close with him at all, but I want to say, when are we eating that? You know, but it's not. It's a pet. But but if it's a farm pig, I think all farm animals are raised to go to slaughter. You don't okay, get your, your neighbors, what are they going to do with that pig? They're just going to walk that pig around the neighborhood. I mean, is, is it a real pig or is it one of those Vietnamese pot belly pigs? No, no, it's big. It's, it's bigger than my dog. It's as good as the size of my dog. It's a huge huh. pig. I mean, and, and well, huge know, pigs are like 800 pounds. So it's not a huge pig. This one's not 800 pounds, but it's solid. It's a okay. big pig, right? You know, myself and my dog. And anyway, but it's not, I mean, I think the same thing. What are you going to do? What, you know, and, and I mean, you kind of, you kind of, owe it to the neighborhood to have a big you know like a cookout of pork yeah put it in the ground <laughs> yeah you know like to do in hawaii that kind of stuff that'd be good yeah i all the farmers that i grew up with they all they all had animals and they all took them to show and they all took them to market that was and that's how a lot of them paid for their their gtos and their cutlasses and their camaros you know they they're they're mm parents would give them okay here you, you you these are yours you raise them up you take care of them up and then you get the money when you take it to market or slot you mean you you mean after you're you you, you win the like the blue ribbon at the mm -hmm. fair and then you eat the fucker after you sell yeah. it to somebody else to eat yeah, or maybe take, i guess i was sad about that if it was a really good pig wouldn't they use it to make additional pigs i have yeah. no idea now that's one thing i don't know how they make more pigs or make more cows i figured they just let nature take its course i don't think i don't yeah. know if, if there's anything in that raising of that pig or cow that makes that pig and cow much better than the others i don't know you know i don't know if it's like horses i don't really, i don't even think it's like thoroughbreds okay well you know you're gonna you know you're gonna crossbreed secretariat with bessie you know and then you get a you know you then you get a super cow or half cow <laughs> i don't fucking know you get bessie the secretary <laughs> yeah <laughs> And can a can a can a hog age out of being edible? Like like is it just young yes. young? Is it is it just young? You ever seen you ever seen an old man? You want to eat that? Come on, they get they get. If he's cute, I guess. Uh, no, but, <laughs> I don't the, know the, the pigs. Do they? I don't think that's ever a problem. Well, the same thing with cows. Like if a cow is like so old, it's almost dead. I don't think is it gets edible? so old. I don't think yes. I don't think that happens. I don't yeah. think I think I think if you if you were out in the in the wilds and you came across a really old cow, yeah. but it was still alive, you could eat it. And also, why would you want to, to get old? That's the whole point. If you're and, unless it's a pet, well, no, it was, it was it's your friend. It was left on the it was left on the back lot. Nobody nobody remembered <laughs> they had it. It's just a cow. Just they forgot they left the cow in a pit. Okay. Yeah, uh -huh. you know, it's 17-year-old cow, kind of scrawny as long as it's not like dead and flies are all over it I, yeah sure you can eat it i would that's it, a very good, good i don't i don't know i don't know in what india is? say right who so in they india don't eat, they don't eat in cows india, in india. There, there are cows walking around they're 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 sacred a lot of them a lot of times mm -hmm. so there's cows walking around 
and they, people get out of the way, let them, you know, oh, stop the stop the traffic. <laughs> and but what about when those guys get old? What, what who who claims them or what? Uh... I don't know. Maybe that's why they dump them in the river because then when they die or something and they're old and then they you know they pollute the groundwater and the people get I don't yeah, know get sick. Uh, yeah, I don't know. In cities, old cows who are beyond their milk-producing years are left to roam and fend for themselves. They die either a natural death or die in an accident. City municipality disposes of such cases, mostly burying them. There are some cow homes run by socio-religious organizations which provide shelter to such cows in goshalas. You can find them in holy cities like Matura, Harudwar, and Benaras. In villages, cows can't be left to roam as they can damage fields, so even old cows are kept with the owner. Yeah, but oh, John, you know everything. Yeah, <laughs> it's I memorized. Why the are you asking me yeah. then? If you know everything, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, right? I don't know about the damn pigs. I don't know. No, I just I, I just know enough. Like, I don't want to be you, a farmer. No, you did. You did know. You knew somebody that had a pig, and then they sold it to market. That was what I was looking for. Yeah, I know. I knew a lot of people. I, I still do. A lot of my my friends that I went to school with are farmers, and they're you know they're still are they farmers now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. I don't know how they're making. I mean, it just that I mean, hats off to people that can do that, because that is just what a yeah. hard life. You know, you're so, you're so dependent oh. on so many things between weather and pesticides. And and, and there's a there's there's a schedule you you can't screw with. Yeah. And, and then, you know, you got, the seasons, you, you got to be on top of it. There's no I don't feel like harvesting today. Well, and also workers too. A lot of them. I know one guy yeah. that, believe it or not, a friend of mine. He uh, he's actually a multimillionaire now because he has actually went around buying great farmland, and this is not just for raising cattle and pigs and stuff, but also grain, you know, corn, wheat, you know, that kind of stuff, um, beans, whatever. And he starts he would just start buying up land and he became basically a landlord so he charges people and they they're farmers because they can't afford the land you know because they just wasn't didn't have the money or what yeah and he, he makes a, a great living and he owns all this land and he's just a landlord and you know leases it out and do people like him or does is he like well you haven't you haven't paid your your dues so give me your first born child or you know i think he's a land. pretty good guy i think mm -hmm. he you know from i remember him and he was a really good guy a few years older than i was but uh and and he uh he was we should a, have him on the show i wonder if he would do it he was a milkman he he inherited the his dad was a milkman and he inherited the um business from his dad his dad was actually killed in a traffic accident horrible but um, and he took that business and made money and then started, well, I'm going to start doing this and educated himself and bought some land. And that's the way it is. But yeah, but I have a lot of friends that are still, you know, big spreads, you know, big, big spreads out in the Midwest there. And mm -hmm. it's hard life. I would not yeah. want to do that. None of it. I wouldn't even do it because I, I mean, I'd like to have a tractor because that'd be a lot of fun. But geez, when, you know, you know what tractor costs and things like Hey, what would be fun about a tractor? They're not, uh, they don't go fast. You can do wheelies. You can go over anything. You can just run over anything. Hmm. You know, I wouldn't want to combine those things. You know, I don't, I don't quite understand the appeal of, you know, like that's like, I would a, like to, I'd like to have a big piece of land and then just ride a dirt bike on it. Oh yeah. I would do that too. You know, or a, or a four wheel thing. One hmm. of those ATVs or whatever. That's what I would like to do. Yeah, I don't want no farm animals though. I don't want chickens. I don't want llamas. I don't want any of that shit. You know. Oh, the guy I, I, that the guy that redid our bathroom. He has a handful of llamas at his place out. You know, near Santa Clarita or something like that. What's and he doing? What's he doing with them? He he shears uh, them and then makes shears them and breeds them and takes care of them. And he said they're pretty they're pretty decent animals and they. Are they smart? I would like to know that. I don't think I, I don't know that they're, I don't know that they're dumb, but I kind of think they're like sheep smart. You know, they kind of do. The llamas? Do. Yeah. yeah. They, you know, they just kind of do their thing. They like to spit on you, that kind of stuff, but um, they don't do they? look terribly smart. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they are, but the, uh, that was interesting. He was telling us about, <laughs> they're not this. like a pig boy. That just screams intellect. <laughs> I don't know. I think pigs are, I think pigs are smarter than we give them. Oh, they, they are, but they don't look it. No. Yeah. 
you know, head down, always they're, got to they, the ground. The one at the end of your street is constantly planning his escape. I guarantee it. Well, I can tell you one thing. He, uh, he or she or whatever it is, um, dug up a little bit of my front yard, which pissed me off a little bit. And, you know, because I. But looking for truffles? I guess. I don't know what he was looking for, but, you know. <laughs> Snakes. You know, but don't dig up my yard. You know, of course, his yard's a, a shit box. You know, of course, he got a pig on it and you don't care. And these people that have him, they they have him. They're young. They're like our kids' age, maybe a little older, right? Really? Yeah. And all these kids do is sit around and smoke pot and and with the pig in the front yard. You know, it's really the the pig's. That sounds like fun. The pig's (laughs) the pig's tied to something in the front yard. Yeah, they have him tied up. You know, and then of course, you know, the neighbors complain. You know, our our they're next door neighbors to our friend, the piano teacher. Yeah, yeah, and. Yeah, our piano team friend was telling me he goes like I I had to call city because the the between the pot smoke and the stench from this pig we we couldn't sit in our backyard you know they have a pool and everything he goes we just you know we can and uh you know and they actually the city actually came out and saw and smelt what what you know everything mm-hmm. they didn't leave the city says you know what normally they just cite you and say you have 48 hours or whatever 72 hours to clean this up the city didn't leave they said they called the person out and then it's like a supervisor and they said can we we got it we can't let we can't leave so they told them said you need to start cleaning this now here's a number if you don't have a place and you need to get a dumpster right and clean uh, because it was not just pig shit and and all that and whatever it's just junk right just just waste and trash and all kinds of stuff. They actually stayed there until the dumpster got there. Right. And had these people start dumping it in there. Cause they were going to, they were going to cite them and they were going to not only cite them, but they were, I think they were thinking about actually, you know, um, tagging it for uh, non-inhabitable or whatever. And, and they're going to red tag the house. Yeah. And pig. And well, it's not because of that. It's a bunch of things. And they're, grandparents live there so they're like 80 years old living in this house too but it's just disgusting you know they finally did clean it up but i saw him two days ago walking the pig and i'm like have you have you thought about how to kill the pig how do you you know i poison it or shoot it when no one's looking at its throat then you got to wrestle it though yeah when you probably could jump the fence and then before the pig was really realizing what going in you just take a knife i wonder if it's stoned that's what I wonder if mm. it's really just sitting around, just breathing in lots of pot smoke. Because according to when it when it's there the in neighbor, we know. Yeah, I mean they smoke pot all the time. It's not just like oh once in a while. It's like it's like it's like a you know. Well, but, you but know, it's the to- eternal but it's flame. Total, it's totally legal. What's what's he complaining? And about? do you smell it, Danny? From like when you're no. inside your house, do you smell the weed and shit? No. <laughs> no, I haven't smelled. I've walked by the house and I don't smell it. So it must be more in the rear right is it on your side of the street yeah no okay that would and be I feel, an un, that'd be I an feel bad for the pig actually i really do i mean yeah that pig should be at somebody's farm you know getting fat so it can go to the yeah. market and do its yeah. due diligence do its mm. rightful place in the society you should, you should call PETA and <laughs> tell them there is a pig that is being exploited and <laughs> distressed regularly please come we, pick it in front of this house and we think that they're giving it weed. And, yeah. yeah. And it, we do believe we, there's an addiction problem with this pig and it needs to go to substance like a, abuse. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like rehab <laughs> for pigs. Pig habit. You know? Hi, I'm Porky. I'm an addict. <laughs> uh, was somebody in, in this town that we live in years ago had a giant pig and the pig died during a long weekend right on the front driveway and it was like <laughs> july or august mm. true i wrote a script about it and and wait that was so true that was true that was true that part oh i didn't know so that they, yeah no, i thought you were just you were just uh, script just, teasing us oh yeah mm. well, anyway so so what did that would be? oh so the pig died and the owners they they were like well what the hell are we gonna do they called the city and the city's like uh we ain't doing anything today it's a long weekend eh? <laughs> So, but so they, they, what they figured out to do was just have a giant party for 48 hours and everybody has to bring ice. So they sat around the pig on the driveway during this scorching two nights and just breathed it in and, and kept icing it. 
Yeah, folks, we live in the big city here. You know, we make fun mm-hmm. of the rest of the country, but here we're cultured. We're, we're, we're a refined society here. It was a pig party. Oh, jeez. Hey, well, remember down the street here also, do you guys remember the house with the big ass turtles that were, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yes. They're gone now. Oh, they're gone. But those things, those things live, what, a couple hundred years or something like that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a commitment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, they were you're telling you, you're, you're teaching your grandkids how to put the, the harness on the tortoise. They were huge. They were really very, very prehistoric. Giant yeah. And freaky looking. rude like rabbits. <laughs> we go by there walking our dog, right? Yeah. And the dog's looking at him and going, what the hell is that smell? Right? And then you'd see this big grandpa tortoise just, just, he's got this female in his sights. He's like, rrr, rrr, rrr. and they're both trying to run from him. Yeah. yeah, they're trying to run from him. That doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then he would just he would just mount up, and they'd be making noise and shit. And yeah, the uh, they were in the front yard for a long time, and then the guy kept them in the backyard. I was there one time, and he came from some restaurant where he got a bunch of old lettuce in a yeah. in a giant trash bag, and he was just dumping it in the yard. And I was like, Does- interesting, but kind of shitty. I've walked by that house and they're not in the front him. Are you saying that they're in the backyard now? I think there, I, I think there's some in the backyard and some are gone. I think he had, oh, I didn't know that. Had, had oh, I didn't know that either. I thought they yeah. were gone, but let me okay. tell you something. That front lawn now, that thing is it, gorgeous, you know, because of all the turtle yeah. shit. It's been over there for a thousand years, yeah. right? It's beautiful front lawn. No, it's probably just roundup. <laughs> it's probably just lettuce. <laughs> <Yeah>. lettuce, <laughs> lettuce lawn. Yeah. Oh, well, give the oh, listeners a little taste fellas, of our neighborhood. Fellas. Mm. Oh. Fellas. Fellas. I wish everybody uh, a great 2022. I mean, it's not it's not hard to be better than last year or the year before, but it's it's also tough to be to be good. I hope. Uh, yeah. All yeah. of our our thousand, little over a thousand subscribers now. So wow, I'm over the pessimism. We got to keep. Yeah, you're right. We got to we got to keep going here. Ah, shit. Pessimism. <laughs> All right. Next time, you know, next time. Hey, I John, you're traveling. Oh. I have to ask you, you know, always, you know, because you're, you're our traveler. You got any okay. plans? <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm unemployed. So I'm kind of broke. I think. But in, I thought you're going somewhere. Uh, in February, I'm going. You're to go. not broke. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just, I don't have a lot of money coming in. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm going back in uh, February. I think there's some you know, parents day or something like that at college. So we're going to go back and do that. But they have a direct flight from here to Austin. So it's pretty easy. Yeah. I'm not, that's going it. Anywhere. That's all I got. I'm not going anywhere. I'm still Portugal's- trying to get the courage up to go to see my mom. You're going to Portugal. No, that's canceled. Kind of. Yeah. We canceled that. We just, you know, cause I mean, Surprise. yeah, oh, okay. I just, I mean, I can't get it together, you know, between now uh, I still got to get my passport. So that may even take six months. Who knows? But I was thinking, I was, I don't know if I was telling you guys or not, you know, I was thinking about, I want to do that train in the, the, uh, no, no, the train up in Canada, you know, the Rockies. I've never done that. Of course you can't get, who wants to get on a train during COVID too? You can't do that. You know? So I don't know what we're going to do. The thing we should do is we should just get it. What if we all just go out and get Omicron from somebody, then the minute you get it, you can go on a plane. You can go on a train. You can. Why go do you say that? Because you can get it again, though. You they can't. Can. Who said can't get the same thing? Sure. Who can? People have had COVID twice. What are you talking about? No, they had the COVID A, the COVID D, and now you got the COVID O. Once you get the latest one, you're good till the next one comes out. You got. Weeks you're talking. You're freedom. talking USB types. Yeah. <laughs> no, but if we all went and got Omicron, and then got over it, you know, like five. Ten, five yeah. ten days of quarantine or whatever we would be free to go maskless all over the southeast of the united states wouldn't, it wouldn't matter until you, until they get a new one in from india or somewhere and no but i'm worried about the long-term effects that's why i don't want to get it right sterility so, yeah i don't need that um, are you worried about being a long hauler you never know people get it all the time i know healthy people who've gotten covid and they're still fighting it a year later you know they're still. They have, uh, do they have low oxygen saturation levels? Um, you, you put that they, little thing on your finger, you know, and you can see yeah. what your oxygen. 
Yeah, I don't know. They do have breathing issues, you know, you know, they do have that kind of stuff going on. So and who knows? I mean, they're they're not and they're younger, a lot younger than I am. So I don't you know, and they don't have underlying conditions. They're you know, they're they're not I don't I don't know what their genetic history is. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. But what 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 if I do get covid and I live through it and I'm fine, but then I have, you know. But here's but but you guys are aren't we safe? against getting long haul because we're vaccinated like we're not going to get that sick right we're not going to get we're not going to get that sick it's not going to be a big deal unless we've got some underlying something we don't know about then it could be a problem. or unless the, the long haul thing sh- will show up later and we all thought ah, look at i'm vaccinated i can well bang, that's bang, my point oh. well you know they're they're saying all kinds of things like the long haul stuff is that your your lungs were just really kind of damaged and it's going to take a long time to come back to Oh, you, you didn't know it, but you have a little bit of Parkinson's and that, you know, and that made it worth, they, they don't, you mm-hmm. know, they don't know what it is. So I prefer right not now gonna not happen. to get, I would prefer right now, not getting COVID, you know, you don't feel a little, you don't feel a little left out. We haven't had, none of us have had the COVID and America's, you know, people getting COVID and we're not, we're not able to, you know, be cool and say that kind of stuff. No, but but I do get that, you know, people going or saying the same thing you do. Why don't you just get it and get it over with? And I'm going, no, I'd rather have the vaccine and let that turn me into a zombie in five years. And I'm going to eat your ass. OK, because, you know, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Right. Because I'm going to you're going to be my dinner because the vaccine has turned me into a zombie. Yeah, that's what those, I read in those zombie apocalypse movies. It's a, I mean, it's a hell of a lot better to be a zombie than to be the guy fighting oh, fuck yeah. 10,000 of them off. Yeah, shit. Yeah. I'm going to eat you and that damn pig of yours in about two years. You understand? Yeah, the pig, the pig's going to be like a, an appetizer. You're going to be yeah. my main course. If we had one of those earthquakes that like shuts everything down and, you know, we're all just, oh, here we go. We got weeks to live or whatever. That damn pig is the first casualty. Oh, I need that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, hmm, what are we going to do? Well, there's that family with that giant pig. Come on, let's go get it. Yeah. There was this gonna- dude in, there was this dude up in, uh, Saskatchewan, just when we were young fellas, we and he he had a field. He owned a field. I mean, he would have a have a pig on a in cook a, a pig in a pit mm-hmm. in the ground, which is kind of amazing. Yeah, I don't understand that cooking. I, I because I've it needs oxygen that. to burn. How does that? But I don't they, know. Sure as shit, he'd take it. Out. It was delicious. Huh? You know, I've always seen the ones on the you know on the spigot, right? You know, they have turn, yeah. yeah. That, that looks, I can understand. That know. looks good too. Yeah. You know. Now, now I'm craving bacon again. I need. I think <laughs> I need any of that again. All right, folks. I think that's it. I think. I think we've exhausted our listener. Yeah. yeah. Great to see you guys. You too. Yeah. yeah. And we'll catch you again. See All right. More. Thanks for listening, everyone. Take care. <laughs> You're happy in the morning, but now you're feeling blue. Come on and set your arse down and have yourself a brew. You walked here from Killarney, and now you know it's true. You'll suck the cock of an Irishman before the night. <laughs>